0: Good evening, viewers. This is your 5 o'clock news. Stay tuned for your typical post-work traffic update, but first, we have some top news stories for you.
1: That's right, Anthony. The president has announced that she will be celebrating her 68th birthday at Texas Roadhouse. She has bought out the restaurant for the evening, so if you plan to eat at that location near the White House on Friday, you may want to reconsider your dining plans.
0: Renting out a Texas roadhouse of all places, you'd think the president could have the finest steaks from anywhere brought in or even prepared by her kitchen staff. I guess, though, once you've had those delicious bread rolls and Blooming Onion, you can't be satisfied anywhere else. No, no,
1: you can't. And we were told she has a big announcement later that evening. Uh, Hold on. We have an
0: incoming story. Uh, Let's see, what is this one? Uh, A hostess has been fired from a local Hooters for... Sticking hot wings in her vagina and serving them to customers? Surely you didn't read that right. Here, take a look for yourself.
1: Hooter's waitress fired for shoving wings up her... Yeah, this seems legit.
0: Who would do this kind of thing? Well, we're still on the air. We have to present the story. It came through. <clears throat> Yes, uh, so like we said, uh, Houston, Texas resident Jennifer Sinclair, 24, uh, was recently taken into police custody after she was witnessed by co-workers dipping hot wings into her vagina before serving them to customers. Uh, that doesn't sound From what the authorities have told us, Jessica would dip wings into her vagina while on and off her period. This was done to customers whom had been rude to her or made off remarks about her appearance. What would i'm sorry hold on what would cause somebody to do something like this that's maddening right i think i'm gonna be sick now why she would do this while on her period is anyone's guess perfectly normal to do it off of it Uh, the introduction of blood though to this crime heightens the consequences for her actions like tampering with food along with the addition of human blood is a criminal offense with special circumstances. Now I'm not a lawyer, but it does carry a sentence of, I think somewhere upward of 20 years in prison. Now, the lesser charges of inserting the wings into her vagina while not menstruating can carry a prison term of up to 10 years. But uh, you might want to hold on and save some room in the bucket because you're going to want to look at the story that came in behind that one. What could possibly be worse than that story? Well, uh, here, take a look at this one.
1: Woman castrated her fiancé by tying a cord to his scrotum and yanking like she was starting a lawnmower? Jesus Christ, is there no regular news? No traffic jams? No muggings?
0: No No one got shot today? Apparently we're living in the goddamn Purge films now. It's a lawless world now, apparently. I'm not reading that
1: story. There's no way in hell I'm going to degrade my reputation as a notable and trustworthy anchor to read trash like... Hey, you can't be smoking in here. What are you doing?
0: You saw the articles we were given today? It's a brand new world, Russ. Apparently we can do whatever we want. And after seeing a story on a woman ripping a man's testicles off... Well, I need a cigarette. Uh, If only I had a woman to tug on my old coin purse like that what is happening
1: today this isn't news it's madness it's just plain dumb
0: gather round we've got stories to tell how the human race should be erased from space we're horrible people and deserve to die if you don't believe me then i'll tell you why We've caused genocides and mass extinction Humans causing bad pollution Amazon is burning down California's on shaky ground Ted Cruz in Cancun People deny the moon Gun crime is on the rise Hypocrisy and evil lies Leadership is on vacation God is doing tax evasion Police increasing jurisdiction Overdue for extinction Hey there dummies, welcome to another episode of Overdue for Extinction. I don't know if it's weird to name your own podcast on your podcast, it seems a bit like calling your own name out during sex, and if you're unfamiliar with that experience, it's a great time for one of you, and the other is planning their exit route. (laughs) (laughs) I am your trustworthy news anchor, Anthony. And I'm your co-host, Russ. Uh, there are no promises of a great show today because, of course, you know it's coming. So instead of that, let's get right into it. Rust, what did you think of this week's skit? We're only halfway through it, but um, I know I changed I changed things up on you by asking about the skit instead of asking you how your week is. Uh, normally, I, I would like to know, but this week I'm kind of curious what you think of my brilliant writing. Your writing is excellent as always. <laughs> uh... dummy Corey sent us the story about the hooters waitress and i was so excited to use it as one of our newsworthy neanderthal stories Um, But when I found the article, I started reading in horror, and then at the end of that article was another suggested article titled, Walter White Lookalike in Florida Hangs from Traffic Light and Poops on Passing Cars. (laughs) (laughs) And I was just so delighted to find that the world finally went mad until I realized every article on this website uh, was actually um, quite satire, Uh, so none of it was real.
1: You know, it didn't even dawn on me reading that article about the hot wings how badly that would hurt
0: to shove that up there. Yeah, that would be not only like the shape and size, but just the thought of hot
1: sauce all up in there.
0: Yeah, no, I I imagine the introduction of any kind of um, spicy substance would probably not go well. Uh, I'm sure there are people who have in fact inserted uh, objects, uh, (laughs) cucumbers, uh, inside of their belongings. uh, If you want to try to be a little more um, polite about it. Uh, but yeah, I, I can't imagine hot sauce feels great. Yeah. Not the best choice for lube and, and, uh, chicken wings and serving them to your customers. Uh, (laughs) It would I, if I had ever heard that anyone had done that um, at a uh, like quicker steak and lube is where we go for um, wing nights for all you can eat wings. And if I had gone there for years and years and heard that a server that I kind of seen once in a while was serving menstruated on chicken wings to her uh, to her. Um, uh, and it's not quite clientele. The, the Patrons. Patrons. Yeah, that's that's the right word. I fucking went stupid for a second. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if she was serving to her patrons, um, her customers that, uh, what she did to it, I, I would be sick. I, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's, I can't, it sounds, it sounds terrible. Um, so normally I'm a little bit better at spotting these kind of stories a mile away and pride myself on digging through various news sources to get a more balanced and fair version of the story. Um, but, uh, I uh, kind of lost control on this one, like a fat kid in a candy shop. <laughs> I was so excited to present that. I was like, this is going to be the greatest episode we've ever done. Uh, but we can't let great stories like that go to waste. So I didn't want to make a skit out of it. And I hope that you uh, appreciated what it is so far. I thought it was a perfect idea. Good. Uh, I, I strive for nothing less than perfect. Uh, you can ask Kristen. I'm <laughs> sure so- she would agree. Uh, So I can finally ask, now that we've gotten uh, blowing smoke up my ass out of the way, uh, how are you doing? Anything exciting going on?
1: I've been pretty good. Um, I finally got time to play a video game yesterday. I've been playing Cult of the Lamb. still. finally beat the boss I've been stuck on for a while. I think I have two more bosses left and then I'll beat it, so I should be pretty close to the end of that game by now
0: i I keep hearing good things about it. I listen to a couple of video game podcasts and uh they talk about how great it is and how um it's it's undescribable. <laughs> uh when you try to tell people what exactly it is and the idea that you are a lamb who was spared by gods and you're trying to raise a call it it seems like a hard game to try to describe to people to get them on board. It really is.
1: If you're a fan of uh like roguelikes like Hades or The Binding of Isaac and you also like Animal Crossing and Stardew Valley, I think you would like it. It's there it's a roguelike that doesn't focus on the roguelike part of it as much as normal. And the the roguelike runs are also really short. Like usually a Hades run can be like 15 to 30 minutes, I guess depending on how slow you want to move. But in this one, I think the longest run I've done was 10 minutes. And even that was just like
0: going slow. That's not too bad. Um, Games like that too, if you die, you start to run over, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, I typically avoid roguelikes, so I wasn't really sure how those work. So in this one though,
1: like in Hades, when you do a run – You get super beefy by the end with a lot of power-ups and stuff. Like You'll get a lot of health, a lot of damage, special attacks. But in Cult of the Lamb, you don't really get that. So by the end of the run, you feel just as strong as you did in the beginning. So it's not like you're losing progress every time you die. You just lose, I think, 25% of your picked-up collectibles, like your foraging items like grass, uh, wood, stuff like that. So it's really not even that punishing to die. It's just when you die, you just go back to your cult and like grow and try to improve yourself a little bit before you go into your next one.
0: It's I've never watched gameplay of this game, but it's so intriguing by the sounds of it and how you're describing the game plays that I I want to give it a shot. And I think it's only twenty five dollars new, so it's not too steep of a buy in case it's not something I like. But I hear nothing but praise for it, so maybe I'll give it a shot.
1: I think if you don't like roguelikes, this might be a good introduction one for you to see if you like it. Um, If you ever played The Binding of Isaac, the gameplay is pretty similar to that, uh, like combat-wise. Instead of projectiles, you're fighting with weapons, but it it might be more closer to Hades, I guess, than The Binding of Isaac.
0: So long as it's not as terrible as Stardew Valley. (laughs) i <laughs> wanted to like that game so much i feel like we're not i don't know if we're not in the right mindset for it or we're not playing it the right way but it has so much praise and i've never heard anyone shit on it before and then here i'm just like bah bugging it i just it's so boring to me
1: i think i have to try it not on the playstation with trophies because i think the trophies ruined it for
0: me yeah you uh get into your hunting mode and then you stop enjoying the game uh-huh. Although for, like, uh, Minecraft, you stopped enjoying the game pretty quickly after starting it, and it just became trophies for you. Yeah, that game I just flat out didn't enjoy. <laughs> I was not really having fun with it. Especially when people kept walking near your house with creepers, and then they would just blow up, and you'd come back to the game and be like, so I had to rebuild the whole thing again? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm surprised uh, it lasted as long as I did play in that, honestly. Me too. You should have been smart like me and built your um your house up in the sky so that nobody could fuck with it. People would have blown up the base and it would have fallen. Yeah, that's true. Um well, they not- would have found a way to destroy my house. They would have they probably would have led creepers into it on purpose eventually.
1: I'm sure they would have. <laughs>
0: I'm glad that you're having a good week overall. Um, It's been pretty all right on my end. Not a lot going on. I haven't recently tried to poison myself with toxin-filled waters at work uh, or tried my luck too many times with Kristen's patients uh, with all the nonsense that I do for her. Um, One thing that did occur, uh, and I I didn't originally have anything to talk about today. I thought it was going to be a fairly boring uh, part on my end. Um, And it seems like every time we go to record, something happens last second. It's like all right, let's talk about that. Cause that caught me off guard. Um, so I picked trace up every day from school and he's eight years old now, as I've mentioned before. Um, and I, I like to zing on him as much as humanly possible to the point where I have earned his distrust and he doesn't believe anything. I say, <laughs> Even if it's completely reasonable and absolutely the truth, he still questions me. And, um, and I picked him up from school today and he got in the car and he was so excited. And he was like, guess what? I got a badge today. And I said, for what being the most annoying kid? <laughs> and I thought it was pretty funny. And he did miss a beat and responded, well, why don't you have one? <laughs> and it was just like, I, I always zing him uh year after year. We've, I've uh, been his, his step parent for uh, six, yeah, six years uh, since he was two. Um and so he's just kind of gone through these six years with my bullshit and uh, he's learning yeah he's learning and it's not it's not great he's getting faster on his feet and that's probably my fault. <laughs> but
1: um yeah you're going to raise him to be just a mini you. I'm sure Kristen's going to love that.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um well, he also <laughs> I thought that was going to be it from him and he he did tell me. Actually, I don't know what he told me the badges for. I think I think we got into our little back and <laughs> forth and then I can't remember now if he told me what the is for. So I'll have to actually ask him about it. <laughs> um, but, uh, on the way home, I was laughing when he, after he had said it, and he's like, why are you laughing? I said, I didn't expect you to be so quick with a good response like that. It caught me off guard. And he said, um, something about, I don't even remember what, something about that, uh, he, I'm always mean and say mean things to him. So he has to get me <laughs> back. And then, um, we let it go. And probably like two or three minutes later, he said, um, he said, you said, I love you, son. So I'm going to go to my room. And I said, what are you talking about? He said, you said when I got in the car, I love you, son. And I said, no, I didn't. I said, what's up, son? And I said, I do love you. Let's be clear about that. And I said, well, what do you mean? What is me telling you I love you have to do with your going to your room? And he said, well, if you tell me you love me, it, it means you're up to something. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, what could I possibly be up to? He said, well, like when you uh, come out of the bathroom and tell me you left me a present, but it's always a turd. <laughs> 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 and I want to be clear, I never leave him a turd, but I do leave the smell and I go let him know that there's a present in the bathroom for him. So <laughs> that one is not on me. <laughs> Uh, that that poor kid will never be able to trust you. Oh God, it's it's great. Um, it's it's going to be an interesting relationship as he continues to get older, and uh, my mind is going to start to slowly, uh, creep into a decrepit state where I can't think straight anymore, and he's just going to be fucking with me in my old age and moving shit on me. Uh huh. We were worried about Amelia because she's the devilish one, but uh, I think he's he's catching up. <laughs> Um, but uh other than that, everything's been pretty good on my end. Uh you and I had talked uh last episode, we were discussing individual TikTok projects that we wanted to do on our own pages because we've kind of completely neglected that we have a TikTok account for the pro the podcast entirely. Um so instead of working on projects and videos for that, naturally we just kind of uh started doing our own ideas, right?
1: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> um so uh do you want to go ahead and, and talk about your um your idea that you have for your uh project you want to do?
1: Yeah, so I've been thinking of kind of turning my TikTok into a horror creepy kind of news is not the word I want. Um like lore. Yeah, like lore of like urban legends and stuff like that. Um I do have one written like 90% of the way. Uh, it's just me like finishing that and then actually recording it until I can finally upload it.
0: So you're, you're significantly further than I am in my plan already.
1: Yeah. I wasn't planning on doing like, anything special with the background like you were. So, although I do have an idea for it, but it's a lot easier than yours requires a lot less editing.
0: Yeah. I, I apparently hate myself and I want to do more work. <laughs> um, you, uh, so you're just kind of doing urban legends, uh, little bite sized, like three minute clips of um, synopsis of, of urban legends and monsters, mm-hmm. cryptid stuff like that.
1: Yep. I was debating doing movie reviews too, like one minute movie reviews. Um, I have a, I, I thought of this a while ago too. Um, I have a poster that's like a scratch off poster of top 100 horror movies. And Sarah and I have been going through watching those and I thought it would be kind of fun to do like one minute reviews of all of those movies. I don't
0: I don't know that I see a lot of movie reviews and it might just be that I'm not on the right uh, algorithm for that to come my way what i am on the algorithm for is bullshit like you send me and <laughs> i came across that video of the, the corn monster that lives in the hole in the ground <laughs> and some dude with like a corn cob uh headpiece that crawls out of a hole and then people dump corn on top of him and he just scoops it all up and crawls back into the hole <laughs> i don't i don't know what you've done to my my for you page but i would like it back
1: well, I found out recently, and I sent you the video too, that the uh, algorithm will actually like match friends. So since we're friends on there, it'll start showing you stuff I've liked. So you're probably just getting a lot of creepy shit now, because that's what most of my
0: TikTok is, is like creepy horror stuff. Yeah, the creepy horrors uh, I live through are my children, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jesus. Um, anything else you want to expand upon on your, your idea, or are you leaving it there till you kind of put it in more concrete terms.
1: I'm going to leave it there.
0: All right. Uh, so mine real quick before we get onto it, because I'm sure people don't come to listen to us ramble and rant about our own shit. Um, for the last couple of years, I've I've happily participated uh, and been a viewer on TikTok. And I didn't really feel the need to make content because I didn't feel like I had anything to offer that was either unique enough to be worth checking out or um, that was it wasn't just jumping on the same trends that everyone else jumps on. Uh, I also decided um, that my tits weren't big enough from eating all the tacos and pizza through the years to just air those things out and uh, get the views and likes that I uh, have. Uh, I so desire, so I have to earn my my attention. Um, but I was inspired by a podcast that I listened to called The Dungeon Cast where the host discuss D&D lore and monsters and deep dives. And I, I've seen another TikTok creator uh, that dresses up like a tavern owner and talks to her patrons. And I wanted to combine the two ideas where I run like a tavern that sees a lot of traveling parties. Uh, I intend to portray a scholar who's kind of in between his studies and a career that will actually fulfill him. Uh, until he does get to uh, a career that he wants, he's all too happy to kind of bother local patrons who pass out on the bar with knowledge that he's learned studying. Uh, the very monsters that exist across the plains Um, And I thought it'd be kind of a fun way to give game masters and players bite-sized videos of lore and monster info that maybe your friendly bartender may have heard rumors about and shares uh, too happily with you. So, uh, So I got the whole outfit planned and saved on Amazon, and I'm just waiting for some overtime to pick up next week so I can justify getting the outfit without having to decide if I want electric or gas to work for the next month. Um, but if the, uh, if this podcast or the video ideas do take off, I wouldn't need gas money. Uh, so I'm putting on the burden for all of you to push me to fame because, you know, let's be honest. I deserve it. Yeah, you do. We both do. (laughs) Yeah, we do. So please be excited about the upcoming videos we both have. And, uh, if you've nothing else to add without further ado, I think we should get into the dumb.
1: I'm as ready as I can be to get into the dumb of the world. (laughs)
0: There's never a a way to prepare well enough, Um, except, I guess, just diving right into it. Because if you try to prep yourself, it's kind of like preparing for children. You will never be ready and never get there, which I guess in your case isn't a bad idea. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. We're going to go ahead and take a breather from the dumb and give our poor mental gerbils a chance to recover. While we do, we'll let you listen to some of our sponsor breaks because even the gerbils need fed too. And we're back. Thank you so much for listening to the sponsors. Let's go ahead and dive right back into the dumb before we get too relaxed. All right. So um, we, of course, have another birthday to celebrate this week, uh, which means, of course, another Florida man story. Like, Jesus Christ, your parents couldn't have spaced their romps a little further apart. You guys are fucking <laughs> bogging down all the news stories these past couple weeks. Uh, if you happen to think about him, uh, wish Justin Thomas in our Facebook group a very happy birthday. He goes out of his way to put memes on the table so that we all may feast. Now, uh, one of the few... Uh, uh, Justin is one of the few of our dummies who have nothing better to do with his time than to bombard our Facebook page with shit that makes me question why we open access to the masses. Uh, But we do greatly appreciate your submissions, Justin, and look forward to the future bullshit that you have for us. All right. If you're ready then to get into our icebreaker, we'll get this uh, episode really started. I'm ready. All right. Now, I thought of this icebreaker last night. Um, uh, Kristen was a little bit under stress she had a lot going on these past couple of days and the kids have been stressing her on top of uh, last minute projects uh, and orders to fill so I was left to my own devices and I decided we would stray away from the safe uh, would you rather"s that she's kind of been giving us she's been soft feeding us lately and I feel like it's time we had something a little bit crunchier so I went crunchier this week the icebreaker this week You are forced into being a human centipede. You cannot escape your fate, and you cannot change this arrangement. The only power that you do have is being given the choice who will be the other two people, famous or otherwise. You are stuck in the middle regardless of your choice, who is your front and your back, and why. I fucking hate this question. <laughs> we have discussed uh, human centipede in the past before, outside of the podcast. You you uh, have declared that uh, probably alarmingly, it does not disturb you as much as it probably should. It doesn't, but I don't want to be in that situation. <laughs> uh, no, originally when I was doing this uh, icebreaker question, uh, I thought, um, I thought what position would you like to be in as well? But I thought, well, who wouldn't want to be the front? No one's going to eat ass and shit and then, you know, want to pass it on to the next or eat two people's shit. So I thought, well, everyone's going to choose front. So let's eliminate the easy softball question of this. You're going to be in the middle regardless. So you have to choose which ass to be attached to and who you're going to pleasurably shit into. (sighs)
1: So I think the one I would shit into is easier for me. <laughs> I, I, I'm so eager to
0: hear this one. It would be Norman Reedus. Okay. That's not, if I were to guess anyone for you, that would not be where I, I thought it was going to go. <laughs> Why Norman Reedus? I feel kind of bad because it's not his fault. Oh, I know where this is going,
1: <laughs> but his fan base irritate the shit out of me. And the fact that he basically took over The Walking Dead just annoyed me. Like, people would say that they would ride if Norman ever or uh, Daryl ever died. He got his own show with the, the motorcycles. I um, think Ride with Norman Reese is what it's called. Um, I just kind of get like a little bit of an, an air of pretentiousness from him. Oh, he's also kind of got one of those faces that just annoys me when I look at it too.
0: I, I have never, um, watched interviews of Norman. I've never seen him at like any cons or anything. So I actually don't have any honest, um, uh, experience with what he is like outside of acting. I've only seen his portrayals of characters and, you know, like you brought up, uh, Daryl on walking dead. Um, and of course in your favorite Hirojima game, uh uh-huh. um, I, I actually don't know for the life of me, though, what else he plays in. Uh,
1: he's also in uh, Boondock Saints. That's right. He is.
0: I, um, those are actually the only two or three things that I know him from. I feel like he's in so much more, but I, th- I think a lot of it's outside of my purview, what I normally watch. So I, I don't know. Yeah. Same for me, really. But
1: I think him being in the back would just give me pleasure knowing that all of his <laughs> psychotic fans are just enraged that somebody's shitting into his mouth.
0: Um, uh, that's uh, I guess that's, that's an interesting way to <laughs> – <laughs> I, I, I have no words for you. Um, Not that I have a better answer. Actually, I thought uh, when I came up with this last night, it was right before bed, and I was going to – come up with my answers ahead of time because I thought it would be nice to be prepared for it because it's kind of a a very it's a very intriguing question that I think you have to think about but you seem to have picked pretty quickly I'm wondering if you haven't thought about shitting in Norman Reedus's mouth uh, already uh nope
1: never have (laughs) it was the first one that came to mind
0: okay uh so do you want to present your front or do you want me to to uh, uh present one for myself
1: you can do one for yourself because I still have to think for the front.
0: Okay, so my front's actually pretty easy. Um, my my back is going to be the one that I'm going to have to think on too for a little bit because there's, there's a lot of people I fucking loathe in this world. Um, if I'm going to eat ass, uh, and, it, <laughs> and I'm like, I like that we're not even talking about that I just have to, to digest the shit. Um, <laughs> it, it's just going to be eating ass is what it is. If I have to eat ass, I have to go with probably my biggest uh celebrity crush and i have i've liked her for for a very long time uh i don't know quite how far back it goes maybe to that 70s show but mila kunis i'm gonna choose for my front um that is a very good answer it is a very good answer uh i i've always had a huge crush on her uh i i've always been um i guess enraptured by her appearance I, i think she's very um and try, uh, she's very beautiful. And of course, she's very kind of like, she almost kind of puts off a, an elegance almost. I think she's she's got like both a wild side and kind of a reserved elegance. I think she displays mm-hmm. both um, from things that I've seen of her, uh, both on screen and off. Uh, and I think if, if I have to eat ass, if I'm going to eat someone's shit, it should be uh, the 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 probably quite wonderful ass of Mila Kunis. I, that's a very good answer. Um, my back's still going to need a little bit because I, I have to really think about who I loathe because now I've got a balance. Now that uh, I'm eating Mila Kunis's shit, I have to figure <laughs> out who I hate enough to give secondhand shit to, but also at the same time, uh, someone who, who doesn't – I can't pick someone who doesn't deserve the secondhand shit of Mila Kunis. So I'm going to have to give that one a little bit more thought. Yeah.
1: Okay. I'm trying to rack my brain because my first thought went to a celebrity crush too.
0: I mean if you if you if you have to eat ass of anybody, it might as well be someone you don't mind giving a little tongue flicker to. <laughs> <laughs> Mine might be.
1: Mine's probably gonna be weird and I don't think you're gonna know who it is. Okay. I'm prepared to Google. I'm actually, like, confident you're not going to know who it is. Um, But one of my celebrity crushes is Maria Brink from In This Moment.
0: Okay, I do not know her. I'm going to look her up. The image that comes up is terrifying of her.
1: Yeah, her uh, stage presence
0: is very dark. I'm, I'm seeing this one image. If you Google search uh, Maria Brink and go to the images, the third picture from the left is quite an appealing look. I, I can get behind that one. I mean, literally yeah. behind that one.
1: I think that was from her music video of call me.
0: And then Maybe? the second row, the, the second uh, from the left is a, quite a nice picture as well. She looks like she could ruin your life, but also make you realize it's worth it.
1: Uh-huh. I So I actually found this band through my dad, who just thought, like, attractive female metal singer. But she, like, really clicked with me. And she quickly became a celebrity crush for me.
0: Yeah, I don't think I, I have ever heard of her before in my life, but I do not hate your decision.
1: I don't think you would like her music based on my other uh music choices that I send to you. Um it's I hesitate to call it like screamy metal because she doesn't scream a lot, but it's borderline. I think I think the technical genre is metalcore. Um
0: in this moment, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, I was just seeing if there was anything that, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, alternative metal metal core, hard rock. Gothic metal is apparently a thing.
1: That makes sense. Yeah, it does. All of her music
0: videos are like super dark and creepy. It does look like it fits her bill. All right. I, I, I can get on that. That's uh, that's a good choice as well. Um, you have anything further you want to add about her? No, I don't think so. Okay, uh, I've decided my back end, and I think you will be a hundred percent on board with it. Now, I know I tried to defend her because I we had choices to make and had to make a decision between <laughs> fucking, killing, and marrying. And I wanted to spend my life with Chanel Malone, or be- well, er, not Chanel Malone. Um, uh was i'm sorry what the fuck is her name now chanel west coast Coast. who the fuck is chanel oh my god i know chanel malone i used to go to school with her in like first grade (laughs) i i I had a huge crush on her she was another redhead and uh, i think we have like a natural uh attraction to each other um redheads not not me and chanel it's not like we're in some weird um Uh, what's that will smith movie maybe you probably don't know because you don't know movies very well except the horror ones um but whether they're they're superheroes and they're like uh soulmates and if they're uh close together they like lose their ability to use their their powers
1: no fucking idea oh god
0: it was such a good movie i can't remember now what it's called but i'm sure somebody will correct me on it um but uh Anyway, um I got on a tangent about redheads and then Will Smith movies, and, and I were way off topic. But Chanel West, <laughs> you're Coast, very good
1: at that. Yeah, Chanel
0: West Coast uh, is going to be my back end because as much as I tried to defend her in the Fuck Mary Kill, where I wanted her to to be my wife because I thought she's closer in age, so she's going to be more lifelong approved, or not approved, uh, appropriate. Um, I I decided that's that was my my marriage choice, but. Because of that laugh and how it haunts my dreams, and there have been moments where, um, I've, I've primarily seen ridiculousness either at my mother in law's house or at uh the hospital, like when Kristen was pregnant, we'd go in for checkups or we thought something was like pregnancy was uh coming to an end and she was going to be delivering or whatever early. Um, and we'd go and we'd spend hours at the hospital while they ran their chest, and it seemed like ridiculousness was always on. Um, so I think for all of the laughter I've been forced to hear over the years from ridiculousness, I'm going to choose the shit in her mouth because she deserves it, but she's also my boo from the fuck Mary kill. So she's not too undeserving of Mila Kunis, secondhand shit. <laughs> <laughs> I do agree that she deserves it, but
1: so Sarah and I went to go see Nope, uh, like two weeks ago last yeah. week. I don't even remember. Um, time is an illusion, but, Maria Menounos does uh, like all the ads and stuff for movie theaters. And there was one where she was interviewing some kid that I have no idea who the hell he is. He's some TikTok star. But on the side of TikTok, I would never even be even close to. Uh, but her laugh might be worse than Chanel West Coast. That's, that's a hell of a challenge. I... I wanted to rip my ears off when I heard
0: her laugh. That's bad. <laughs> Holy shit. It was very bad. Well, I'm glad that you were able to survive the laughter, but um, I think if if I choose Chanel to be my, my back end, I should be Lord is a hero. I mean, I'm still going to be a human centipede because I can't change that. And by the the rules that I have declared, I guess that's my fate for the rest of my natural life, so... Um mm-hmm. but I, I should at least be remembered and have a statue built of me pre uh Centipede. I, I would prefer <laughs> not to have my, my memory the memory of me be <laughs> that forever. <laughs> but uh yeah, yeah. I've I prevented Snow uh from ever laughing again. So I don't think she'd be laughing after that. <laughs> no, uh, I almost said Chanel Malone again, and it's going to sound like I've got a hit out for her or something. Uh, I don't know. Where it, I, I don't know where she is, but I hope she's uh, only doing well um, mm-hmm. and not not part of my human centipede fucked up uh, idea that I had. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Well, uh, those are some good answers. Um, I, I'm ready to move on to get out of this fucked up world that I've created. Me too. All right, let's go. Um, So this newsworthy Neanderthals uh, is going to be a shout out for Justin again. Um, As I have told uh, multiple multiple times uh, throughout the episodes, if you have a birthday upcoming, uh, please give us a notification about when it will be, and we will happily get it in as close as we can to an episode. You'll get a shout out and your own personal story, just like Justin has today and the three uh, people before uh, last episode uh, got uh, I'm starting to grow concerned about the amount of Justin's we have in our, um, our group. It's getting to be a little out of hand.
1: Yep. That's too many.
0: And, uh, so far there are, uh, as far as I know, three, only three and they all have different last names. So it's been easy to identify them by their, uh, first name, last initial, but if it starts to give it too much uh, more out of hand, we're gonna have to start, um, having name changes or something.
1: Yeah. So going to have to start using nicknames, <laughs>
0: right? All right. Uh, so uh, the newsworthy Neanderthal story, or just for Justin today, uh, is titled "Florida Man Shoves a Hundred Dollars of Ice Coffee in His Pants." now i get it i like iced coffee i like hot coffee i like pretty well every variation in between well i guess except lukewarm coffee if you get lukewarm coffee uh you're you're (laughs) you have to refrigerate it at that point or reheat it you can't enjoy it um either uh you can't enjoy that middle there's no sweet middle for it no lukewarm is disgusting I just realized that that website is not the original article and the actual article is not on that site. Weird. You have to click, um, at the end of that sentence, it just says original article. Oh, that dude looks like, oh, that's a longer article than I thought it would be. All right. It's not bad. I, for some reason I didn't look into it before now and I wish I had, but good on me for, for seeing that now. Cause I was like, wait, is this article really one sentence long? <laughs> Okay. <clears throat> so, um, so I get it. Uh, I, I will take coffee however I can, but I'm not, uh, not yet above paying for it. Um, Duncan doesn't run you too expensive. Starbucks does a little bit, right, buddy? Yeah. That sweet, sweet pumpkin spice. You couldn't, uh, couldn't wait to get a hold of. Nope, I got it at ten thirty this morning, <laughs> and they have release, yeah, and you posted uh posted a picture of holding the cup in your car and you got a nice little thigh shot in there as well, so uh um, yep right from the gym, so you got to see my gym pants, yeah shorts, short shorts nice uh nice uh viewing pleasure uh you can you can start off your OnlyFans fans with that one, I think, I think it would be a good tease. calves have to be something for people, right, thighs and calves. Mm-hmm. i'm sure it is yeah. you're doing fine buddy you're off to a good start <laughs> all right so in the article it says a man didn't pay for the about 100 dollars of iced coffee he jammed down his pants sunday night and gain uh gainesville police said david ron berwinski 61 of gainesville is accused of walking in and out of a circle k at 1515 north main street Three times with various Starbucks Frappuccinos, Dunkin' Donuts, espresso drinks in his hands, pockets, and the front of his pants without paying, <sighs> according to the rest report. So uh, we have to stop here. The man walked in three times and out three times. They clearly saw he had this iced coffee <laughs> in his pants, and they just let him keep coming and going. What were they doing? Well, I, I think at gas stations
1: they have like loss prevention where Oh, well, I guess it's not loss prevention. but I don't think they're allowed to interfere
0: with with it for safety reasons. I think it is called loss prevention because I, I my my mother in law uh, worked at Family Dollars for a good many years, um, and I think I, I feel like we're getting this wrong. She, I feel like I heard her talk a lot about loss prevention, uh, <laughs> or no loss prevention when they have someone like actively monitoring cameras and shit. Yeah. Um I don't fucking know. I could go upstairs and ask her, but it's really not that important. Um and I'm sure she she would be all too happy to start telling uh war stories about her family dollar days. <laughs> um but yeah, so I um lost mitigation? Is that what it's called? I don't know whatever the fuck it's called. Um, Yeah, so a lot of stores have that, um, and uh, and if you're people like Walmart, you handle that by raising the prices on every goddamn thing in the store, uh, so you can make back that money you lost. Um, But yeah, so I mean, I get it. Three times though, I I think unless he became violent, you wouldn't want to you wouldn't want to let him keep coming and going. At that point, it sounds like it's your job on the line. I
1: mean, you don't know if he's gonna be violent. And if that was me in that situation, I would be all kinds of that's not my problem because I'm not going to get killed over a job. I'd rather just lose the job.
0: Right. Well, <laughs> and how brave of David to fucking just walk in and out. <laughs> and I, I wonder how long it took before he went back in, because I imagine you do it the first time and you're like, wait, nobody's going to stop me. Like, they definitely made eye contact when I was walking outside. And then he's like, Oh, OK, I'll, I'll go back in see what, what this is about. And he goes back in, loads up some more drinks, and walks back out. It's almost like he's challenging them to arrest them.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's got some really bra- uh, really big brass balls there. It really
0: does. Well, I mean, they can't be too big unless he's using them also for storage of the iced coffees. But <laughs> maybe he's got one tucked underneath them. <laughs> could be a deadly weapon, too. Yeah, it could be. Absolutely. You start um, bashing someone's skull in with that thing. Um. All right, so let's go on. Maybe we'll get some answers in the rest of the article here. Uh, So Berwinski uh, walked in Circle K around 9 p.m. and took the drinks and walked out without paying, the report said. He puts the drinks in his car and walked back into the store again. A customer told two employees about Berwinski uh, when he shoved iced coffee down his pants and his pockets again, police said. An employee called police as Berwinski put the drinks in his car. So uh, the second time... No, it doesn't even say the second time. It sounds like they reported it the first time, and they decided they don't get paid enough to deal with a man shoving iced coffee in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> and I, right, I, I absolutely think that that is uh, 100% the case. Um, I worked at Walmart as a cashier before, and I don't think I've actively witnessed anyone stealing anything, but if I had, I would definitely be like, it's not like I paid for it, so... <laughs> <laughs> um so the employees reported or the uh customer reported to the employees the employees called uh the cops on him when he went back out to put the drinks in his car uh he then walked into the store for a third time but was confronted by an employee when he tried to leave without paying so here we go they're going to finally uh decide that uh one uh one was fine two was it was probably pushing it and the third time was for sure enough uh, the employee told police that Bruinski said he forgot to pay for one drink, placed a bottle on the counter, and walked out. <laughs> <laughs> when an employee followed him to the car and told him to return the coffee, Bruinski yelled, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is turning out to be one of the greatest Florida man stories we've ever done. Um, so they confront him and say, hey, you definitely stole a bunch of iced coffees. We're going to need you to bring them back or the very least pay for them. And he's just like, Oh, I forgot to pay for one, but like the ones in my pants are for sure mine. Uh, yeah, he walked in with them. Yeah, he walked in with them and then walked out because uh, maybe he likes lukewarm coffee, so he's warming it under his bronze uh, br- uh, brass testicles. Disgusting. <laughs> um. And the balls too continue to grow as you know they confront him and follow him out to his car. And He's just like, Hey, fuck you, these are mine. <laughs> uh, he, he's definitely living by like squirrel policy. Like, if, if he could walk with them, uh, they belong to him now. Yep. <laughs> um, so when police arrived, officers found a car littered with Starbucks frappuccinos and Dunkin' Donuts coffee drinks with no receipts. After he was read his Miranda rights, Brewinski told police he bought the coffee at a different store and then later said he bought some of the coffee from the Circle K. Um, so Brewinski was charged with theft and was banned from a Circle K, the report said. He was released from uh, Alachua County Jail early Monday with, morning without bond. Uh, so that's it. That's our story. I mean, I don't know why I expected him to get a... A worse sentence for that, but... I'm sure he's probably awaiting trial. Uh, I can't imagine they just let him off. It. I mean, $100 is, what, like, larceny? Petty theft? I, I
1: think that's petty theft.
0: I, I think it, it has to be, like, a 1000 or more to be grand theft. So he didn't get nearly enough iced coffee for that. But, like, I get it. I have three children. I work 40 or more hours a week. I... Um, you know, have to come home after a long day of work and then keep up the energy to play with the kids and you know, do errands, clean the house. I live off of Coffee and Monster. I love them so very mm-hmm. much. Um, I need as much of it as I can possibly get. And quite frankly, it's more than I can afford to pay for. <laughs> I don't think, though, I will ever have the balls the size of this guy, though. No. <laughs> um, the picture of him is interesting. Uh, he he has one of those receding hairlines where uh, it just cut off right through the middle of his head. Um, I, I think at that point you have to accept the, the lost cause and just go bald. Being bald looks way better than that. Yeah, um, he's got the, the hair patches on either side of the head and then the center is just a bald strip. Um, <laughs> I... To be clear, it's a fuzzy strip because there's, like, tiny hairs. Yeah, that's true. You can see the little tiny hairs on the head. So he, I guess he's not completely bald in that area. Maybe that's his pride is that he um, he isn't bald yet. So I don't know what it is about um, balding that is a point of uh, pride loss for men. Uh, I I quite frankly think that it would be a gift because I can stop paying for haircuts. Exactly. And shampoo and shampoo uh now do you go to body wash when you are bald or do you still use shampoo what's the rule on that
1: i'd probably use body wash at that point
0: i mean it is skin but at the same time if you're not like incapable of growing hair and you're just like shaving it or whatever you do still have hair follicles
1: yeah but i think the shampoo is to wash hair not skin that, I guess that's
0: true. Uh, I, so if you have no
1: hair, it's you're not really doing anything.
0: I guess it doesn't really matter much for me in any case whether I'm bald or have a full mane because I'm one of those filthy men that use the three-in-one. <laughs> so all of my needs are met in one bottle. I cannot relate. Oh, I'm sorry that your, your basic white girl uh, mm-hmm. pumpkin spice drinking ass needs to have special shampoo.
1: Well, you know,
0: I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, anything you want to add on this before we jump out of the news? Mm, nah. Okay. Uh, good luck to uh, Mr. Berwinski and his coffee needs. Uh, coffee in prison, from what I understand, is the instant ground shit, uh, so I don't imagine that's going to be any good. No, nah, it's probably not. <laughs> Uh, So our next segment is a return to what we had introduced, uh, I don't think it was, no, it wasn't last week, it was the week before, uh, the segment we're calling Now That's What I Call Sports. As we've established, neither you nor I are manly in that way that we... Uh, follow football and basketball and all of that and oftentimes when I come into work every morning uh, there are a couple like two or three guys that are normally discussing like uh, the Browns and what uh, players signed on to the Browns and what players they traded away and how they made a mistake and how uh, this guy made this certain maneuver or, or fucked up in this certain way uh, on the, the recent game. I don't know. I'm a terrible man if, if being a man is involved with knowing sports uh, i guess i i'll go closer to being a eunuch if that's more apt for what i am. i don't know um, but i don't know anything about sports me either my family tried to get me into it
1: and it just didn't happen
0: yeah we as we established i think the furthest we're willing to go for it is uh we're going to throw our own super bowl party where we play video games during the actual game and then watch the commercials
1: Yep, that sounds more fun to me.
0: <laughs> All right, so uh, since we are not sportsmen in the way that we uh, – the world would consider sportsmen to be, we're sportsmen in our own right and in our, our little dumb world that we've created. Uh, that is going to be any weird or random kind of um, encounter-ish, I guess you want to call it an encounter, that we come across – uh, and this I had heard about last year, um, kind of during the middle of the height of the pandemic where vaccines started rolling out, but we weren't really sure, like, if we're all going to die from COVID eventually or whatever. Um, so I found this this cool little thing from last year that I had forgotten about uh, called the Josh fight. Um, now, we haven't, we, we discussed a little bit before we recorded that you had not heard about this one. Nope. So this was actually kind of a, a viral video um, that went out in 2021. Um, the Josh fight is a, uh, I'll just kind of read from the Wikipedia about what it is. Uh, it was a viral internet meme, a mock fight and a charity fundraiser held at the air park in Lincoln, Nebraska on April 24th, 2021. Um. So what it was, the original event was conceived. Oh. oh, you have heard of this one. I have. Yeah. The, uh, a, a, Civil engineering student named Josh Swain from Tucson and Arizona uh, decided he was going to send out messages to everyone on Facebook that was named Josh Swain, um, and uh, he gave them a. Uh, I think it was on twenty twenty actually. He gave them a year to prepare and gave them uh, coordinates to meet at for a fight to declare which one of them was going to be the real Josh Swain, and the rest were going to have to change their names. <laughs> um so it actually uh gained popularity rather quickly and uh, we have a a video clip of it that uh, as as we aren't sure what the logistics on using youtube video sounds we can't provide that yet um because we don't know if it's going to be copyright and get taken down and all that so we're not going to push our luck but we will include the link for it and we're going to watch a little bit of that um together and just kind of uh talk on it um but anyway, so this this Josh guy sent out a video in 2020 uh, or a, a message on Facebook saying that everyone's to meet at this specific location uh, and they're going to battle it out for the right to be Josh Wayne. Everyone else that participated would have to <laughs> change their name to something else. Um, so what initially started as a joke drew a crowd of nearly a thousand on the day of the event. Despite the title, the gathering was lighthearted and there was actually no uh, violence involved. The Wall Street Journal wrote that the event became a global news phenomenon while, technolo- or while a technology writer for The Guardian called it perhaps the ultimate response to an online doppelganger. Um, so when the, the date came, uh, a bunch of Joshes from around the world, uh, I guess it was limited to the United States, people came from outside the US as well to participate in this. People showed up for essentially a giant pool noodle fight um and i don't know how you determine in a giant pool noodle fight who's gonna um win i i think you kind of go by larping rules uh i don't know if you're familiar with larping if you've degraded yourself that far into nerdism
1: i know what it is but i've never done it
0: okay um there's a there's a great comedy movie that of course you've never heard of called uh bad role models um yep oh you ever heard of this one no. Oh, you were right. You said yep. Like you actually knew that one was. It's uh, Paul Rudd and another guy. I can't remember who it was, um, but uh, they essentially tried to uh, pull off a scam by signing up for the Big Brother Big Sister program, and they have no care whatsoever for the the kids that they're actually watching. And one of them is uh, I can't remember his actual name, the actor name, but he plays uh, McLovin in Super Bad. You know.
1: I, I know who you're talking about, but I have no idea what his name is. I feel
0: like his name is so easy to know too, and we just we don't fucking know actors. Um but anyway, he he portrays um a teenager kid who is really into LARPing, but no none of his stepdad and his mom don't really give a shit about it. And uh these two guys get end up getting sucked into it as part of their scam that they have to participate in it. it's a really funny movie, it's really good um but it's just it's ridiculous and i've i've seen people larp in real life too and it's it, i've i considered it for a hot second and then i thought you know what, I'll play Dungeons & Dragons, but I will not do LARPing.
1: (laughs) So that's where (laughs) I think Dungeons & Dragons is the cutoff.
0: Yeah, that's where I drew the line. Um, So for people who aren't familiar with LARPing, there are tons of videos you can watch online, but essentially it is um, people fighting with foam weapons. Uh, If you get hit in uh, an appendage like your arm or your leg, that uh, appendage is essentially cut off. And if it's like a leg, you have to start hopping on one leg to fight back. Um and then there's by scratch. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. The good old Monty Python. Speaking of which, Trace has asked me when we're gonna watch that again because apparently I've ruined him further. <laughs> um so uh but yeah the the goal is to be the last one standing and not get hit and people do all kinds of foam weapons giant broad swords to you know smaller swords some people do like a a flail made out of like a foam ball uh so people go all fucking out for this and dress in like full metal armor and shit for it um but anyway uh it kind of reminded me of that and i think they went by kind of larping rules where they would uh if you were hit you were down and then you could kind of sat down or put your arms in there indicate that you were out or whatever um and so let's go ahead and watch i guess we should be on discord for this bit <laughs> so there's actually a lot of different guys here from a wide variety of ages um there was one man dressed as spider-man who showed up uh one guy showed up this is Definitely, deafening loud. Good, good. Turn that down quite a bit. Um, there we go. So, uh, one guy was shirtless and had like uh, written his name on, on his uh, body. I, I don't know about you, but if I see somebody who's fucking a bigger dude like that who chose to go shirtless, I'm not gonna get too close because he's also gonna be doing uh, quite a bit of sweating. Uh huh. So Um, they gathered together with these pool noodles. There's even uh, a little kid, Josh. Um, and they, two guys, uh, the original guy named Josh Wayne and another guy named Josh Wayne showed up to this. They were the only two actual Josh Swains. And so they did rock, paper, scissors contests in the beginning of the, uh, competition, um, to discern which of them would get to keep their name. And then after they got done with it, everyone who just was named Josh got to, to, uh, go into this fight. It looks fun. It really does. Uh it looks like chaos too. And of course the small Josh who came in, I think what looks like a a pilot outfit from Star Wars. Yeah, kinda of looks I mean,
1: Yeah, I think that is what that is. Um
0: but he won. And of course, because you see a little kid there to participate in the fight, who's gonna fucking smack the kid with a pool noodle and take him out of it? Hmm. I mean, okay. I guess you, (laughs) (laughs) apparently that was, it was a rather short video so we can end the uh, call on there. Um, so yeah, so they, they gather together and they just fucking beat the shit out of each other. Pool noodles. And I, that sounds cathartic as fuck. I almost think maybe we need to have something like that. Um, for the dummies to gather somewhere, uh, in a field where we can just go into blood, uh, curling rage and start (laughs) smacking each other with pool noodles.
1: (laughs) I feel like we would get so violent to the point where, like, the pipe holding the noodle would actually
0: pop through and we'd be hitting each other with pipes. (laughs) Maybe, Uh, but not that some people don't deserve to be hit with the pipe. So, you know, it could work out pretty favorably after all. Um, So it's a really cool, uh, cool event. They plan on doing it every year. They did it again this year. uh, I believe same day, uh, May 21st, they did it this year um, and they plan on doing it again uh, where they raise a bunch of like canned goods for uh, children's hospital and medical center. They raise a bunch of money for them too. Uh, the original creator, Josh Wayne said that it was entirely a joke. He didn't actually think it was going to do anything. He just thought he was bored one day and would send out this um, challenge to other Josh Waynes. And then he never uh, it was wildest dreams thought it would turn out to be this um, nation uh, viewed um, event Um, and there's longer videos of it. I think people have recorded, there's a lot of people that were there who recorded on their phones, like the entirety of it. So there's like 10 minute videos, 20 minute videos. So you can find a lot of different ones on there. Um, but I I think events like this are really cool that they start off as a joke and just kind of take off and, and actually do some good.
1: Yeah. I remember seeing the, like the picture of the, big Josh conversation on Facebook, but I didn't think anything actually came of it, but that's pretty cool that they actually did something and that they're doing something for a good cause too.
0: Yeah. So it looks like it benefited. um, They did a fundraiser uh, for the children's hospital and medical center uh, uh, foundation in Omaha. And then they also got a bunch of non-perishable foods that they donated to a local food bank in Lincoln. So um it, it, they plan on doing it every year. If your name is Josh, you should probably go check it out if you can make it to, uh, where's it, Omaha, or uh, Nebraska, Lincoln, Lincoln yeah. Nebraska. Um, so yeah, if you go fucking record it, it'd be fun as hell. Um, we were, we uh, told our uh, birthday dummies last year to um, get GoPros and go wild, uh, get drunk and uh, report back to us. They have yet to do so, so I'm waiting for that. But if you attend the Josh fight, I expect the same thing. Yep, I have to see proof that you're there, <laughs> right? Um, so pretty cool. Maybe we'll take into consideration something like that. Um, I don't know what we would uh, declare the winner if it, what were, people are fighting rights for. What 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 do you think <laughs> our dummies would fight for the right? Uh, I don't even know. I think I think that it has to be like the biggest dunce or something. You, you get uh, the annual title, The Biggest Dunce, and then we'll like uh, 3D print you a giant dunce cap that you can wear around for pride.
1: That's a pretty good idea. We, we
0: might make this a reality. I like this idea. I think we're going to have to breathe some life into it. And, and if you guys have any interest in something like that, let us know. We would happily uh, organize something. Although I am afraid uh, we would pick some like random cornfield that... Um, You know, it's been harvested already, so it's just dead stalks on the ground. I would be afraid we'd pick some random cornfield that we thought would be a safe place to do this, and then all the shouting would get the attention of the farmer. It would show (laughs) up with a shotgun. (laughs) Or we would just have children of the corn situation. Yeah, or children of the corn. And if there's a lot of people that show up to it, how do you know that people aren't getting picked off by the children of the corn? (laughs) You're not going to know people are, are missing until you try to go home with whoever you came with. Yeah. So. We'll, we'll keep that in mind and see how, uh, see how planning it goes. If anyone has any real interest or hunger for that, uh, anything else you want to add to that before we move on? Nope. All right. So those links will be provided, uh, along with the, um, uh, notes, uh, or not the notes, the, um, uh, episode posts that I make, uh, with pictures and stuff, we're, uh, putting the links and all of that now, instead of the episode notes, because for whatever reason, anchor though it uh, is allowing us to do what it is, uh, what we want to do with this, this podcast is being a bit of a whore and doesn't want to let Russ uh, put the links in there. So we're no longer putting them in the episode notes. If anybody has cared to look there in the first place.
1: Yeah, I don't know what the deal was. Every time I did it, it would save normally. And then when I go back, because I would go to the previous episode to just copy and paste all of it so I didn't have to relink all of our socials. And every time it was just gone. It just had, like, just text with no links or anything.
0: Hmm. Well, that is troubling, but we will uh, we'll avoid it for now. Um, and uh, we'll just put them in the, the post, and you can look for them there or not. I don't give a shit. It's up to you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dummies could do their own work to find us. Right. So in in um uh. All right, so as we are getting ready to crawl out of this nightmare of an episode that we have created, um, let's go ahead and dive into the worst of it—the dark, deep pit that we have titled "The Worst of Humanity." Now, this submission came to us from Dummy Jen. Uh, she sent it over to us in the Discord. So be sure to uh, to thank her for this nightmare. Um, this is a word that I've heard of, but never. I don't think i've ever looked up the definition of so we're gonna take some stabs at it and see if we can figure it out the word she provided for us is hot pocket and i assume she's not talking about the delicious buttery crusted uh stuffed pastry yeah i
1: i know i've heard this term before in the context of a worst of humanity kind of way but I'm not entirely sure what it is.
0: And my, as I was talking, I had an idea and it disgusted me (laughs) Uh, (laughs) as most of the ideas that come to you probably should. Um, I, I had, okay. So I don't know what, what the definition of this word is going to be. In fact, when I I typed in Hot Pocket and I divert my attention from the Google research, uh, Google search results, of course, I added Urban Dictionary to the end of it because if I type in oh, uh, Hot Pocket, I'm going to start getting advertisements on my phone for uh, for the food. And while delicious, I don't really need those advertisements. So um, but uh, I just
1: got reminded of the breakfast hot pockets, and I really want one of those. I don't think I, I might have
0: tried those thinking that I had high hopes for them, I did not care for them.
1: I really liked them.
0: Well, in any case, breakfast hot pockets are not going to help us here.
1: Nope.
0: So uh, before we take a stab at it, the only context that I have ever used Hot Pocket for uh, was there was one point where after hooking up with a girl, she had uh, decided that she was going to provide me a massage, which is quite a generous offer for what I provided her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she insisted on sitting upon like the small of my back to do the back massage, which was a bit uncomfortable because it put a lot of pressure on um, the the bottom of my spine, which didn't feel great. Um, but the massage was fine. Uh, it was, it was not great. I mean, I wasn't paying her for masseuse abilities or anything. Not, I was let's be clear. I wasn't paying her for the other activity either. <laughs> I wanted me to, to let out, uh, that, uh, I was not expecting her masseuse abilities because what she was paid for, she did fine. Uh, that was not the case, uh, about the paying for anyway, regardless. Uh, so she sat on my back and I remember thinking my back got awful hot and sweaty and it was just uncomfortable and I remember telling her that I would not mind if she continued the back rub, but asked that she get off instead, because in addition to causing the pain in the small of my back, her hot pocket was heating me up. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I have used that term before. Um, I don't know if that's what this is. I I, I think hot pocket's probably a, a slang term for um, for a, a vagina. However knowing Jen personally um, for many years we've we've been friends since junior year of high school I can't fathom that that's as simple as what it is so do you have any guesses
1: so when I was talking earlier
0: and that thought I had was
1: ladies using their hot pocket to heat up like frozen food oh, I hate instead that. Of a microwave I hate that so much that's why I said I hated it
0: <laughs> I I feel like that's not it, but that's what came to mind. Yeah, that would that would almost be like a, a hot box or something. I don't I don't know that hot pocket fits that. Um, oh, God, I don't. Is it? I'm gonna. I'm getting really grossed out thinking about this. We had a lot of mild ones for several weeks, and now we're getting into <laughs> one that I think we're working up for the proper amount. Do you think like a hot pocket when it gets heated up? and it discharges the gooey cheese. Do you think it's like a girl who's got some kind of like yeast infection or something, and when things are getting hot and heavy, she discharges?
1: Oh.
0: (laughs) Or I guess an STD. (laughs) Oh, God. I'm so sorry that everyone just heard that phrase come from my mouth. I feel like I need to go get baptized or something.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think I don't even... Fuck! I, think I need to go
0: take another shower. Oh my god! Um, I, God, I, I hope it's not that. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was that. But I'm, I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with my personal experience of referring to a vagina as a hot pocket and assume that it has something to do with, uh, let's say yellow discharge to make it the worst. Oh. <laughs> I'm ready to have
1: my life ruined to find out what this is. <laughs>
0: Uh, all right. Uh, So the definition I pulled up here, I don't think is accurate. Cause this sounds like it's just a sex position. That's not weird or anything. It's definitely not it. Let me look for another one. Did you Google it yet? I did not. Okay. You said you brought it up. So I didn't. Uh, yeah, I pulled up an Urban Dictionary, and it's literally just a sex position where the woman is on her side with one leg under the man between his legs and the other straight in the air or around his body. And it's just for the man to be able to rock back and forth, penetrate her G-spot. That that can't be it. I refuse to believe that's it. This, this one says it's slang for vagina, which I would expect. It, it has to be something absolutely... Oh, God. Oh, boy. I may have found something that it might be. It might not have been just Hot Pocket. It may have been Alabama Hot Pocket. Um, Because Urban Dictionary also defines Hot Pocket as the most delicious form of evil. It tastes, looks, and smells good, but you practically die of burns when you take a bite if you don't wait five minutes. That's that's Hot Pocket. That's food So we know. Um, I'm going to go with Alabama Hot Pocket, and maybe she can correct me if this isn't <laughs> accurate. This is also from Urban Dictionary, though. The Alabama Hot Pocket is the act of shitting in a vagina, then continuing to have oh. sex with it. Oh, no! <laughs> no. Uh, perhaps worse yet. Uh, this this was submitted uh, April twenty second, two thousand nine. So it's been around for a while. I'm wondering if it's supposed to be Alabama Hot Pocket. Uh, the- that's that's how you get poop noodles. <laughs> what the fuck are poop noodles? <laughs> uh, uh.
1: When you have unclean anal without a condom, it gets up in your urethra and then you can expel poop noodles out of your dick. What
0: the fuck? What what dark corners of the web have you been on, Russell? This is this is unacceptable information. <laughs> I actually don't know where
1: I even heard that before, and I definitely did not look up videos or pictures of it. I just heard the term
0: before. Oh, my God. If this wasn't what she had in mind and she had something else dark, I've ruined my own life today. (laughs) Uh, So uh, I'm going to blame her that we've all taken a loss for the day. So uh, be sure to thank Jen Peterman in our Facebook or Discord group if you're part of that. She deserves all of your hate.
1: Yes, she does.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. Alabama Hot Pocket. And I thought Alabama was worse as it was the worst as it was because of all of the uh, inbreeding and whatnot. <laughs> God damn. All right. Well, I'm ready to fucking scurry out of this dark hole as fast as we can fucking get out of it. Me too. All right. Let's see how uh, the rest of this uh, skit that I've brilliantly concocted ends. This just in...
1: (coughs) God is dead. This can't be real news. Someone's pranking us, right?
0: You're in on this, aren't you? Did Ralph put you up to this? Russell, I'm a man of my own destiny now. No one puts Daddy in a corner. Not anymore. Is
1: anyone even in the studio anymore? Pat? Cindy? Where are the camera
0: crew? Why are we still recording? It's all chaos now, buddy. Might as well just lap it up and enjoy the ride. Oh, a new story just came in. Florida Walter White lookalike hanging from traffic light while shitting on passing cars. What a time to be alive. I don't know how much more of this I can handle. This feels like a Lovecraftian
1: nightmare or some dystopian alternate reality.
0: Oh, another story. You want to take a stab at what happened now? Did someone write the Gettysburg Address in their own shit? Ooh, that's a good one. I'm sure it's coming, though. The correct answer is a 20-year-old college student impregnated herself during anatomy course using a corpse. Talking about keeping the juices flowing long after your prime, am I right?
1: Ugh. It's official. God is dead.
0: Yeah. But don't worry, buddy. We still got each other. Yay. (laughs) If you want to stay in touch with the podcast, you can reach us at a multitude of places. Join us in our Discord server, where fellow dummies chat with each other, share memes that are a little spicy for social media platforms. You can find the link to that in our other social media platforms. You can join us on our Facebook page at Overdue for Extinction, where you can join other dummies in participating in weekly discussions about the episodes, as well as polls from our icebreakers and even more shitposting. We make announcements over at Twitter at O4EPod, where you can stay up to date on any news from us regarding episode drops, special announcements, and potentially contests in the future. And if you want to see content related to each episode, we usually post about three to four images or links, videos, and more about the content that we cover. And you can find that over at Instagram or on our Facebook page at Overdue for Extinction. We also have a TikTok, also at Overdue for Extinction, where you can find more things to laugh at after you've obviously listened to our week's episode. If you also want to send us personal dumb stories to be read on the show, or other great content related to segments we do, you can send that material over to us at OverdueForExtinction at gmail.com, as well as in our Discord server, where we have channels dedicated to each segment. Be sure to also give us your birthdate so we can do a personal birthday shout out and a Florida man story just for you. Be sure also to rate and review the show to help other dummies find their way home to us and be sure to spread the good word to others as well as inviting your, your friends, your family, and your mortal enemies to join our social media platforms because who would want to hoard all the good times for themselves and most importantly, stay smart and stay safe dummies.